Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Facts of Life. I am your host, Zakia, and these are the facts of my life. Before we get started, stop what you're doing, subscribe to the podcast on Apple, SoundCloud, iHeart, Stitcher, Google Play, and Spotify if that is your jam. And remember that this podcast is designed to speak your truth and reach your highest and best self, period. Okay, so I have somebody joining me for this episode, and she is my sister from another mister, my homegirl from down the street, you know what I mean? Say hi to Joy, everybody. Hey, y'all. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. Thank you for joining us on this episode. We appreciate you. Of course. Thank you for coming, pulling up, showing love. Um, Anything you want the people to know they need from you? Mm, Not right now. Not right now. I'm sure I'll give give it to them eventually. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. Um... How are you living your best life? Oh, man. Trying to recharge. Refocus. Yes. That's important. That's 2020 important. has been a ride, so. Right. And we're still in the middle of a pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, we have no idea when this episode of um, Black Mirror is going to end. <laughs> but I hope it ends really quickly because I'm over it and, like, I tried not to let this shit affect me. Like, I really did a good job of getting through it without crying. I ended up breaking down in June because I was just like, I had enough. I had enough of this shit. I'm glad you did because I broke (laughs) down a couple times this year. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I had enough. And so I definitely did break down. But I'm glad that you're getting the opportunity to recharge and reset. That's Mm -hmm. important because, you know, we – pile all this shit on our plate whether Mm. it's work whatever it is and so it can be challenging sometimes it can be challenging i'm there with you and you get it um away from the humidity as well yes so i'm happy for you i get to go back home for a little while home is california yes it's just temporary come on palm trees Uh, yes Palm trees and pools. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> the water is blue, okay? All right. Um, right. I'm living my best life. Oh, so I got approved for my new place. Whoop, whoop. So your girl gonna be... Let me make sure I'm doing it right. <laughs> third war shorty, you feel me? You feel me? We going up in the third war, you know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I'm moving to the other side of town. I've been living in West Chase for a really, really long time. Like, I've been on that side of town for a long time. So I'm really excited to be moving to the other side of town because I've just felt like my energy and my spirit has been really connected to that side of town. And I don't know what my exact purpose is for being over there but I don't know it's gonna come when you know when I move over there and I'll find out but I really like the third ward I I'll be closer to the city um so if you are from the east coast and you're unsure about Houston third ward um it's like 
Living in Manhattan almost. <laughs> <laughs> like living in Soho or some shit, you know? Like even though I'm not in um, like downtown Houston, but it's like I'm pretty close. So it's like I have access to go to Midtown or go to downtown mm-hmm. and go to the Heights, whatever. It's floating my boat. Um, and I really like that I'm getting to the point where I'm speaking up for my needs. You know, like, it took some time, but I'm speaking up for my needs, like, when it comes to people, relationships, and when it comes to my job, too, like, I, I'm not, I'm not taking it anymore, like, you know, I kind of, like, lay low at my job, because, like, I didn't feel like I was going to be there a really long time, so I really didn't speak up and say anything, um, so now that I know that I may not be leaving anytime soon, um, as of right now. I shouldn't say that. I am leaving soon. <laughs> you're, you're, I need you're working to speak it that out for right now. Yeah, I'm working it out for right now. I need to speak that to existence. I am leaving that job soon. I don't know when. On your own accord. On my own accord. I want to be able to walk into that office and put in my two weeks, motherfucker. <laughs> Bye. That's what I want to do. Just don't do it that way. Yeah. No, I wouldn't do it that way. But, um, yeah, speaking up for my needs and just finding tools to um, speak up for my needs, not even only um, with that, but just, like, unpacking trauma with my therapist and being intentional in therapy. Um, So it's like I've been really putting in work in therapy. Like, y'all don't even know. Y'all don't even know. Like, I feel, like, so good, like, backstory context like I kind of been going to therapy since pretty much my dad died and like it's like I've been going and my mom put me in therapy because she knew that this probably this him dying was going to be a traumatic or you know a life-changing thing in my life and it was like I kind of went and it was like whatever type shit or whatever and but I never really got to the point where it's like I'm actually my therapist is actually giving me homework to do and I'm like really like using the tools that she's giving me to like apply to my life and Mm -hmm. to like elevate my life and make my life better so I'm really grateful for that so that's how I'm living my best life well it seems like it's working so you girl (laughs) you feel me like nah I'm just kidding um but I hope it is I really really hope it is um yeah because I um eventually you know, we get to the point where y- your girl is knocking on um, that that three zero, so I can't be. <laughs> well, you still like two years away. No, three? wait. Next oh, year. you are twenty nine. Yeah, I'm gonna be thirty next week. Yes, happy birthday, Joy. Thank you. We hey. celebrating this weekend, but happy birthday. Thank you. Um, but yeah, I I just want to make sure that. And, like, I remember when I first, okay, last thing about therapy. But when I first started therapy, like, you know, when I moved here, again, I should say, because I was going to therapy in undergrad, but that lady just wanted wanted me to be on some goddamn meds. And that's why I'd be like, fuck these meds, you know? But anyway, um, (laughs) she did put me on meds. I ain't going to lie to y'all. But... Um, what was I going to say? I forgot. I lost my damn train of thought being a clown. You're talking about therapy. Therapy. Um, oh, when I started going to therapy again, right, Mm -hmm. I 
wanted to make changes and make improvements because like I started getting the feeling that I wanted to have children you know like I Mm -hmm. never really had this feeling until like I moved here to Houston and I kind of like saw people having children and families I was like oh shit no that was different yeah it's like oh shit people really out here having whole like multiple children whole families whole at like three four and like they're like my age and i'm just like what that's not even that's not really a thing back home like you don't really see um those examples back home unless you're like older and like your mid-30s or early 40s type shit you know don't say older i'm sorry you gotta we not old (laughs) i I know we not old but i'm just saying like when i was living in connecticut like people that were older than me and in those age range like they were having the children Mm. um so yeah um so yeah, I knew that I wanted to start having children. I knew that I had to make changes in my life because, like, I didn't want the behaviors that I had previously to for my children to have these behaviors or to be um, subjected to me being angry and, you know, yelling at them. Like, we talked about on the effective communication episode. Like, I didn't want to do that, you know? Yeah. Like, I wanted them to grow up in a loving environment. I want them to I want them to talk to me and, like, have conversation and be loved and be kind and be nice. And so, um, yeah, that's, that's one of the reasons why, like, I keep going to therapy because it's like I can't have my children, um, you know, uh, growing up be like yeah my mom yelled at me she beat me <laughs> like i don't want to do all that you know what i mean no but that's good to actually prepare right like family planning is a thing right and it's no shade to anybody that you know their family was a surprise right but it's okay like you can plan for your family and i think that's good that you're going to therapy trying to work on things to ensure that you know You'll be a healthy wife and mother if that's what you choose. Yes, ma'am. I'm working on it. You feel me? Yeah. All right. Um, so last night, <laughs> we had some iconic moments in the hip-hop R&B culture with <laughs> Brandy and Monica. Mm-hmm. And I know we, um, we kind of were briefly talking about that before we started recording about how um, – you know, it's hard to compare them because, like, they kind of sing differently. Their vocals are different, and um, their their content of what they talk about in their songs is also really different as well. And one of the things that stuck up to me um, with Monica and her music is that – oh, excuse me – is that she – well, somebody said this on Twitter, but – she was the woman. She sings for the women. <laughs> she sings for the women that want to stay for the kids. How you she, feel about that? But you know, she said she was an emotional person. Like she said, See, I didn't that watch she the whole was, battle. She was talking about how she was like this emotional person because mm-hmm. Brandy was talking about love and being single, mm-hmm. and Monica was like, "No, nah, girl, I want love." Like mm-hmm. y'all know, I'm I'm single now, but you know, I desire that. She said she was an emotional person, so right. you know, even in her music, like she talks about being a ride or die and staying. That's not me, but you know, 
that's how she's built. So I think, you know, that's right. Right. She's and in high school we said <laughs> Yeah, if that's for her, I love it, you know. And it's funny because in high school, like, we went hard on Monica. And I don't even know why or how we got access to these songs. But when she, when she played Sideline, whole ass. <laughs> I was like, oh, I man. was like, why was I singing this in the 11th grade, in the 12th grade? Use a hoe. Yeah. Like why? We were listening to a lot of stuff. Yeah, we did listen to a lot of stuff, especially Usher. He was big in high school for me too. Like, he ain't even the worst. And he was he was cheating. Worst. He was doing a lot of cheating, so his music was really really good. Um, I I can't advocate for that now. But so you're not a Brandy fan. You were just all team. Monica. No, I lo- I love Brandy and I love them both. I should mm-hmm. say that I love them both. Um, but I will say like growing up, like I was listening to more Brandy than I was a Monica. And Mm -hmm. then like, I would say high school, I kind of started getting into Monica more because, um, the girls that I was hanging out with, they used to listen to that shit. They loved that shit because they was all in relationships. So it was like, they was dealing with their niggas cheating and all that other bullshit or whatever. And I was just like, okay, (laughs) I didn't really have a boy. I didn't really have, I had boyfriends in high school, but not really like how my other friends did I did not Mm -mm. I had one boyfriend in high school that was pretty much it and it was like after that it was like I was just going with the wind flowing with the wind Mm -mm. you feel me Mm -mm. I ain't even I I had a I had to find a prom day like two weeks before prom like that's how much I was not talking to men (laughs) I went to school with a lot of um clear people so I don't think anybody was checking for me. I got so, you. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but speaking of Monica staying and moving on, um, I mean not moving on, staying for the kids and the the children. Mm-hmm. I'm an advocate for letting go and moving on. And you know, it's been a year. I want to congratulate myself because I was in this situation situationship last year, right? Mm-hmm. And I was looking through my journals or whatever, and I was just, I was writing about this nigga, like, all the time. I was just like, I'm about to leave this nigga. I need to leave. I need to leave. I was like, I'm not talking to this nigga. I'm not fucking with him. Blah, 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 Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm not. I'm not doing this. I need to move on. And it it took me some time, but I finally let go and moved on. And it's been a year since I talked to him. And I feel so good about that because... It was it was challenging. It was really challenging for me. But um yeah, have you ever been in a situation or a friendship? <laughs> and you you can't you can't seem to to move on? Is it challenging for you to move on? Uh I would say with friendships. Mm. May friend I haven't had that many friendship breakups that I can really think of. Mm-hmm. Maybe one. And it was very easy. Mm. They made it very easy for me. Yeah. Because they kind of violated. And so once they confessed, they kind of already knew. So I was like, right. oh, man, thanks for making this easy. Right. Um, But I haven't really had friendship breakups. Um, romantic, yes. Hard to leave, yes. Mm. Um, But I think it really just came down to where like I always feel like you got to take as much time as you need because I wouldn't want to spend the rest of my life with the wrong person right so that's kind of all what I guess kind of got me to that point like what do you want the rest of your life to look like right and I can only think that you can really ruin your life being attached to the wrong person so I feel like that was like my motivator 
Right. So I've definitely, but still, that didn't make it any easier trying to leave. So I've definitely been there. Yeah, I think it's hard to move on because, you know, you have, you're invested because of time. You have memories, there's emotions. Depending on what type of relationship you're in, there's sex involved. So, and depending on how good or bad it is, (laughs) (laughs) that's going to determine, like, whether or not you want to move on or how quick you want to move on. And, Mm -hmm. um sometimes money is a factor too like if you're being financially supported like that can be a huge fact i i've never oh shoot i never <laughs> i never <laughs> i never been in a situation where i had to i was holding on because of money like mm-hmm. i never felt uh-huh. that or experienced that but you know that's the case for some people but a year mm-hmm. later after moving on from that situation like I'm an advocate for moving on and letting people go because, you know, you never know, like, what's on the other side of you letting go and moving on. And Mm -hmm. I think a lot of us, we get caught up in staying because we're afraid of of the unknown, you know, and we don't know what life looks like with the other person. Have you ever experienced, like, being afraid of, of the unknown? Um, I mean, I think just afraid of losing the person just because you have the emotional attachment. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been in a in a position where I felt like I wasn't gonna find another person for me specifically. Mm-hmm. Like I'd meet someone good, but someone that's like good for joy kind right. of thing. Um, but I'm pretty confident that. I'll meet somebody again and move on. I'm not really pressed about age. I'm coming up on thirty. That's kind of a thing for especially being a woman because you feel like my clock's ticking and it's not I don't feel that kind of pressure at all society so, is a um. bitch and society <laughs> is you you remember how DJ Khaled be like they society is they like they society don't even exist sometimes because it's like they put all this pressure on us to have children by a certain age and it's like what the fuck like you want me to just have children with anybody and everybody Mm -hmm. like you know and I think that's what that's what causes you to settle because you feel like the clock's ticking I gotta just pick anybody but if you think like you can't just have a child with anybody right and that's how you possibly end up on welfare (laughs) (laughs) It's it's a huge possibility because it's like I'm not saying this is the case for everybody but depending on how vulnerable and how desperate, yes, I am using desperate because sometimes we get to the point where we're desperate. Desperate you are, you may end up with some <laughs> you may end up with somebody that will just have you out here looking all types of crazy and being crazy or whatever. So it's like, you know, you just yeah. gotta let go. I say I've dated Satan's nephew. That's mm. what I've liked to name him. So I was like I think if you think about who you're connecting yourself with Mm -hmm. and whoever that person is combined with who you are, you're going to multiply. So it's like something I've learned and I think people should learn in general is spending more time in the getting to know you stage. Things feel good and you move with it. But like hang around somebody long enough after the three months, after the four, after the five, and you start to see it. But sometimes before you even get to three months, you already started having sex. You didn't already moved in you've already set your life up and then you're figuring out who they really are 
and you already After bonded. Yeah. So that's funny. Um, because that made me think about um, oh excuse me, when you said the three months thing, because mm-hmm. you sent me that podcast about um. How to not date a jerk or something. Oh, yes, a book, um, How to Avoid Falling in Love with yes. a Jerk. and I remember he said that on the podcast about, um, you know, at least giving it 90 days because, like, it's just like a job. Um, you know, you don't get certain benefits until you reach a 90-day period, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And he was saying, like, you should treat relationships like a job. And I say this goes for friendships, too, as well. Like, yeah. I think it's okay to date your friends as well and, like, get to know them. Like, I, when I first moved here, I didn't really do that. Like, I was kind of just hanging out with anybody, going mm-hmm. to the club, and it was just, like, the relationships were rooted in nothing and drinking and, you know. The first time I met you, we spent, like, what, like, the whole day? Because. What did we do? We were at the uh, the Caribbean week or whatever. And I oh. met you. Our mutual friend left, and we still oh, yeah. were like. That was the first day we met? Yeah, we really? were together like the whole. We were. The rest of the evening. Okay. And it was like, what are we doing next? Right. We was. Re- Damn. That but it was continued a great to build on real things. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course, <laughs> of course. And I know, like, you know, the mutual friend that we had, like, she's good people, and it's like, yeah, I she had already spent time people. with her. You know, enough time to know that she ain't going to put me around no crazy ass yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's whatever. She's good people. For sure. Um, but, yeah, I think it's okay to date your friends and just, like, take the time to get to know people. That's, like you said, we don't really, we don't do that all the time. And it'd be like. I'm not even trying to sound like an expert. It's because I figured it out on my own. <laughs> yeah, and that's and that's, and that's that's that on that, for real. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I also think, like, the beauty of <clears throat> moving on and letting go, it gives you the opportunity to open up and your heart and your mind to new people and a new perspective on life. And I've noticed that whenever I move on from a situation or from somebody, like, all these new things, like, start to happen. And it's like, it all, even though it's like, okay, like, the situation is dead or whatever, like, we probably won't come back from this. Like, it gives me the time to reflect, but also when I'm reflecting, it gives me the opportunity to, like, meet somebody new, like, whether it's a romantic partner or a friendship or whatever. It gives me room for the things that need to be in my life at that moment. So it's like, I think people have to just do a better job with, like, opening up and receiving, like, when we something bad happens, we just like Yeah, close off and like don't talk to me. Like I don't wanna fuck with nobody type shit or whatever. So have you ever experienced like when you leave a situation, um, you know, something new happens or what what happens when you when you move on? So just kinda like my process I guess your process and your experience, like, what your experience is after 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 moving moving on. on. Yeah. This is, like, pre or post healing. (laughs) Or in the middle. What's your your definition of pre healing? Pre healing, I'm still just jacked up. Okay. (laughs) From the breakup. Okay. And then, like, the process. And then when you can, you're kind of, you know, healed from it and looking back. I guess both. I don't know. I'm kind of, I've been bad at breakups. Mm. Like, we broke up Monday. Thing for real, for real, break up till like a month later because it's still still lingering, yeah, still lingering, yeah. Um, I think 
cold turkey is the best way to go that I've learned. Mm-hmm. It's difficult, but I feel like it has to be out of sight, out of mind. Delete right. the number, Instagram photos, everything has to go. Ooh. And I have to act like I never knew you. Mm. Um, so that's a part of, I guess, the process for me. And then eventually each day gets easier and it's like, oh, I think about you less. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's when I feel like the lessons start to come. Like, man. Um, and then everything just becomes clear. Yeah. I've had to break up with someone that I didn't want to break up with, but I felt that I needed to. Right. And then I had to deal with the back and forth, and then eventually I was like, oh, that was a really good decision. But it didn't become clear, and so I got to the point that I felt like I was over it and realized it wasn't for me. Right. So I think each person is different, mm-hmm. whether it was healthy, unhealthy. Either way, I mean, heartbreak hurts even if you're doing even if you're the one breaking up with somebody right yeah i've never been broken up with i'm just saying really i've been broken up with a couple times (laughs) (laughs) but i feel like it didn't even matter because i still walked away just like shattered so it felt to me it it wouldn't have mattered right yeah i i'm i'm just when you said like deleting pictures and shit that just made me think like Memories will have you shooting a text. Look. Don't do it. Look, look, look. Let me tell you something. So my last ex-boyfriend, before I moved here. um, Oh, I have been ghosted, though. So that counts as a dump. Yeah, I've been ghosted, too. That has. But go ahead, my bad. That's the thing out here. (laughs) Niggas will ghost you out here in Houston. They don't give a damn. Let's do ghosting after this. How good you look. (laughs) (laughs) But my bad. I I got ghosted. When when I first moved here, I met this guy from Twitter, right? We went out to eat. We went to Diablo's, and that nigga left me, left me at Diablo's by myself to pay the no. bill. Wait, did you tell me this? I think I did. Did I? You was at Diablo's. It all came together. Wow. I don't go back to that place very often. I don't. I try mm. not to visit there because it's just too, too many, too many. Bad apples I met there, or I met met there, or I was meeting there. Um, so, yeah, I try not to uh, step foot in that place. <laughs> I learned a lesson about letting go being ghosted mid-relationship. You said mid-relationship? Mid-relationship. Like, really? I had a whole relationship, and then... He just And then, like, no more phone calls, no more texts. Wow. Like, and then it was like, oh, it's, it's been a week. It's been two weeks. It's wow. been a couple months. Oh, wow, two years later. Um, yeah. That's so, fucked up. Did he ever say like why? Oh no, he reappeared two like years later, liking all my Instagram pictures, like every single one of them. That was the wow. reappearance two years later. And he just um, thought like shit I, was just gonna be cool again. I don't know what he thought, mm. but um, man, Zakia, you got me out here talking. Sorry to that man, <laughs> but no, but, I was gonna say like as far as like letting go, moving on, like that's one of the things <clears throat> I was gonna talk about later about like that's how you can move on. It's just like. You know, deleting numbers, blocking, whatever it is that you got to do. But it made me think about, like, my ex that I, my most recent ex, I should say, from back home in Connecticut. Like, we still kind of communicate. And I was just thinking, like, I still have all the pictures from when we were dating in my phone. Because, like, and that was four years ago. Well, four or five years ago. Yeah, about five years ago. It's because, like, one, the pictures look really good. And, like, I look really good. Like, what the fuck? Just crap. Um, 
But it don't. It won't look good. Like no. it's just like okay. So it's for the aesthetic. Yeah, the aesthetic was like Tumblr. Like it was giving me. T- it's giving me Tumblr. You know, the, mm-hmm. the Tumblr. I was heavy in Tumblr back then. Like, you know, it's giving me Tumblr um, mm-hmm. mood board type shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like, yes, I keep the pictures in. I noticed I've I've been catching myself like going through my pictures and like wanting to text or call because it's like we still cool or whatever like there's no bad blood like that's my that's my guy but you know I as I'm you know moving on with my life like I know like I can't keep talking to this nigga because I feel like that's the reason why I'm being held back from having true possibly one of the reasons like I don't know all the reasons we're still unpacking that in therapy but possibly one of the reasons why I haven't really experienced true romantic love since we've been broken up because it's like we still be talking like nothing happened you know like we're not together type shit you know so but I've been doing good though I haven't reached out it's been it's been a couple months so (laughs) yeah you gotta figure out like there's some relationships that turn into friendships. That hasn't been the case for me. Right. But I have friends who have, like, really built a genuine relationship with their ex, and it's truly friendship. Like, right. they've both moved on. Right. You know, so that can happen. I don't think that's super common. Right. But, it's not common. You know, you have to kind of take inventory and think, what is this doing for me? Mm-hmm. So since you, I mean, it seems clear that you know, you know that you have to pull away. Right. Like, I haven't experienced friendship post-relationship. Really? This is, no. like, my first... Well, I shouldn't say that. I have another ex that I'm I'm still friends with. Like, we're... I don't hate any of them. I don't I don't think. really hate any of my exes <laughs> either. I, I think just, I just... There's no purpose in you being here. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Like, but one of my exes, like, we were already friends prior to us even dating. So, it was just, like... Us being friends is just that not. makes it hard when there is a friendship first because mm-hmm. you feel like you breaking up from the friend and the romantic part. Oh, but the breakup was great though. It was oh, no, okay. It was just like sometimes that's still a reason to pull away. Yeah. Well, you know, after we broke up, we we just didn't talk for like a year and oh, then okay. we rekindled. But you know, we still cool though. Like we still, I don't, we don't really kick it. But it's just like you know, if I need something, whatever, blah blah blah. He needs something, then you know we connect and we talk. Um, we may talk on the phone every six months to a year, whatever, and it's it's cool. Like it's it's nothing. Um, do you think closure is necessary? Do I think closure is necessary? Um, like that's a good say, question. It's, I have I, to talk to them and have the final conversation. I think it depends. Like, that's one of the things, like, I, you know, discuss with my um, my therapist mm-hmm. about closure. Because, like, you know, I was, I was talking to her about, you know, I was unpacking the breakup that I had with my friend. And I was just like, you know, like, I want to talk to her. You know, like, I want to figure it out. Like, I want to see, like, okay, even if we don't, even if we aren't friends again, like, can we just have a conversation about what just happened? Because, like, we've been friends for so long, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, she knows my deepest, darkest secrets. Not th- not saying, like, I think that she's going to tell them, but it's just like, damn, like, this was my 
my friend, you know what I mean? So, and she was just like, sometimes closure doesn't look like having a conversation, you know, like with the other person. It may yeah. look like, you know, you writing a letter or like you said, like deleting pictures. And I kind of started doing that. But um, I guess it just depends on like where where the two people are at in their in their own individual lives and journey. Like, yeah. I'm okay with it. Like having an adult conversation and just be like, hey, like this is why we're not continuing this relationship and I no longer wish to speak to you or I no longer wish to fuck with you or we could be cool but we just can't be cool like that or whatever whatever I don't know it just I guess it just just depends mm-hmm. um on the situation how do how do you feel about closure I feel like you have to just make your own and I used to really feel like you had to have that final conversation that mm-hmm. final moment but I think after the relationship I had where that person ghosted me I had to make my own closure I literally had no option right like he just disappeared so it was like okay yeah don't don't make up any scenarios of what you think it yeah how you know why just I mean it wasn't my fault so it's just like okay you know he clearly let you know what's up like you know like honestly I didn't I kind of got to the point that I felt like it wasn't gonna last so Mm -hmm. I wasn't like I wasn't surprised it ended. I was surprised it ended the way it did. Right. So. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I I think like so in some cases like go especially like if you've had like say for example you have an you know a a problem that just keeps coming up and you keep talking about the problem or whatever the case is then yeah maybe cutting off communication because this person don't fucking listen maybe that's what you need but like. I don't know. I don't think it's anything wrong with having that final conversation. If either. they're reasonable, yeah, right. Because I've tried to have final. I've tried to have final conversations, mm-hmm. and like it didn't work out. It was just, hey, I just want to talk, and it's like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. Like that cold, like no, nah, right. I'm straight, I'm good. Yeah, I'm like, no, you're hurt, right? But it's fine. I'll take it. Right. So, I mean, sometimes you can't, and you have to make peace with it anyway. Right. So yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a case by case situation. Yeah, I had, um, I done told y'all about this guy, but. (laughs) You got me nervous when you said it. (laughs) No, the the Nigerian guy. Oh, okay. I was just thinking, that made me think about, like, um, because, like, I I guess when when we got to the point where it was, like, this is going nowhere, like, I kind of wanted to have that final conversation and be like, hey, like, you know, this is this is what I want and this is what you're not giving me. So it's like, there's no need for us to be talking anymore, but we didn't have the conversation and he kept playing around. So eventually I was like, don't contact me anymore. You know, like there's no need for us to keep talking because we're not getting anywhere, you know, like, but I wanted to have that conversation with him before it was just like, I'm cutting off all communication. It's like, I tried to give you a chance homeboy, but timing is everything too. I'm still not talking to that nigga because he play too much. And I don't have time for childish ass niggas. There is a wrong time to have the right conversation. I've learned that too. I think and I guess like I too. also don't have a lot of I'm working on my patience. I'm I'm very impatient. Yeah. I'm so. very you're very patient. You're way more patient. I than think me. I'm patient with my friends. Oh I, think, I see. I think I'm patient in aspects of like relationships, but like Yeah. No. I don't know. In general. I'm, maybe it's because internally I know I'm just, like, kind of having a moment. Right. So I appreciate that that's what you see, but that's not what I feel. <laughs> <laughs> and 
But it's okay because you know we we still working on it, and that's and that's on period. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> so I definitely want to go over, um, you know, what happens when you when you let people go and you move on with your life. Um, first, I want everybody to understand like it's okay to be upset about a relationship ending. Like it's okay to grieve a relationship. Whether it doesn't and it doesn't matter what kind of relationship it is, it can be a family member, it can be um, a former friend, a lover, whoever. Like, it's okay <laughs> to grieve relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, so take the time to do that, and if you need to grieve um, by, you know what, I don't want to promote alcoholism, but <laughs> if. <laughs> That is what your heart desires, and it's within reason. Do it. Hang around friends, whatever it is that you need to do to grieve. Don't drink by yourself. How about that? Don't drink by yourself. Hard alcohol. It's okay to have a beer by yourself. It depends on, you know, know your limits, your history. wine. You know, if your auntie (laughs) and them used to get drunk, maybe you shouldn't go there first. Right, right, right. No. You You are absolutely right. I'm just... Alcohol (laughs) can definitely suppress your emotions, and that's why. Don't drink when you. I don't drink hard alcohol like that anymore. Um, But yeah, reach out to your friends, um, your support system, whoever's in your support system, whatever that looks like for you, a therapist, um, to talk it out and to, you know, just maybe you need a laugh. Maybe they help you laugh, watch a movie with them, whatever it is that you need to do. Take your time. Take your time. It does not have to, like, if you cut somebody off or they cut you off or whatever, you don't have to be like, yeah, I'm over this nigga or I'm over her after a week. You know what I mean? Like, take all all the time you need to move on and to, like, you know, process your emotions because you just never know, like, what's going to come of you taking your time from, you know, processing all of this information because this is a new chapter in your life. Whether mm-hmm. you think, like, it doesn't, and it, it's not always, like, sometimes it depends on a relationship. It could be significant, you moving on. Um, but, yeah, it's a process. So yeah. just take the time that you need to move on. And this is me talking to myself because sometimes I'll be like, yeah, fuck that. And <laughs> a week later, you over here like, Yeah, but we still off that though. I'm an advocate for um I'm still an advocate for moving on. But don't be online crying either. Don't be on Instagram crying. <laughs> don't be on Twitter crying. Is that normal? People just on the gram. Yo. Crying? You're talking about like what they say or like literally what they say on and the on the gram. Crying. You know, you wanna know something? I don't know if you sometimes I, I do my best not to keep up with this bullshit. But um you know the makeup artist Jeffree Star? Yeah. He's now dating this basketball player. Mm-hmm. Um, and the basketball player, I guess he was dating this woman. The basketball player is, he's, I don't know his name. I don't even know anything about him. But he had a baby with this girl not too long ago. The baby's probably less than a year old. But I think that they were together. Mm-hmm. So after... Jeffree Star came out and started posting pictures with this, you know, guy. Mm-hmm. The baby mama, she was on the internet, like, begging this man to, like, come back to his family because she was just mm-hmm. like, 
what did I do to you? Um, I can't believe you, whatever, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. It was sad. I'm just like, there's no way. You know what I would rather do to be begging a man to fuck with me on the internet? I would rather eat some jeans. <laughs> or I would rather sweep the ocean, the bottom of the ocean, than to go on the internet and beg a man to be with me. Mm. It, it was sickening to see. So that's, that's pretty sad, though. That's a messed up situation to be in, but... Right. I don't know yeah. the backstory if, you know, she knew he was bisexual before he came out publicly mm-hmm. with this makeup artist. And this makeup artist, I don't know too much about him, but he's got caught being racist and shit, so it's just like, it's a whole thing, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Thing. Yeah, but... um. I would just say, like, take your time. Like, don't rush to judgment and don't be letting everybody know your business either yeah. on the internet. Like, do it privately, please. <laughs> Cry in, in private. In private or with your friends. Like, you don't, you don't got to do it, but just don't do it on no it. cameras. Don't, don't embarrass don't yourself. Don't yourself. Yeah, don't do that. Please Mm-mm. don't. I, I don't do that. Um, Reflect. Reflect. This is when you break up with somebody – Reflect and take accountability for the role that you... Accountability. That's the word Today, right Today's word is accountability. accountability. <laughs> take accountability for the role that you played in the relationship. I cannot express this enough because this is going to give you the opportunity to reflect on your own behavior and to see what it is that you need to improve or you need to fix or you need to get rid of. Um, and figure, and this helps also helps you figure out what you want out of relationships too. Mm-hmm. Like when you reflect and you take accountability, because it's like if you're saying, okay, I in this relationship I was really impatient with this person, for example, mm-hmm. and now you know, like, okay, this my impatience fueled the fire in us not being friends or family or whatever the case is, mm-hmm. or having a divorce. And so now moving forward, I want if you want somebody to be patient with you, then you need to be patient with others. You know what I mean? Yeah. So take the time to reflect and take accountability for what it is that you need um, for the role that you play, because it doesn't matter if if it was small or big, like you played a role in this relationship Mm -hmm. and you and even though it may not be like the end all be all the ending of your relationship like you you were there and you participated so you should take the time to reflect on that um make peace with it Mm -hmm. make peace that it ended child they gone they gone it's okay just once a good girl (laughs) is gone she's gone forever you feel me? I'm going forever, <laughs> okay? <laughs> I'm going forever. <laughs> I'm going forever. Honestly, the only people I really I may make up with is my family, and that's a maybe because mm-hmm. they be tripping sometimes too. But um, make peace with it and forgive and understand that forgiveness takes time. Um, like I said, 
take your time but forgiveness takes time like forgiveness is not like a one-two thing like okay i forgive like i i just forgive them but it's like it's steps to forgive it's levels it's levels to to forgiveness like you really gotta like (sighs) unpack with forgiveness like you really gotta be okay with like moving on because it's like if you forgive somebody and you keep bringing them up or you keep thinking about what they did or you know you keep holding on to it it's like you're never going to move on or find peace with the fact that they did something to you or whatever or it ended badly so forgiveness yeah accountability and forgiveness people for real um but yeah i just want everybody to try these things um because it's a lot of death going around in 2020 like with the virus and just people just things happening it's like and it's it's, it's crazy, like, and even for me, I know death, like, it, it happens, it's a part of life, yeah. but it's just like, you know, we just have to figure out and understand, like, you know, it's okay to move on, and, you know, things happen, and things happen, and I want everybody to know that just because somebody dies or, you know, life is short, it doesn't always mean that you have to go back to toxic situations Mm -mm. or, you know, if you made peace with the situation and you moved on, like make peace with it and let it be like, because you may meet to me. I feel like you may meet this person that you stop fucking with in another lifetime. And y'all may have a better experience, you know, like, and you trying to hold on to it is only going to stop you from having that better experience. And it may not be the same person, whatever, like a different soul or a different spirit. Like Mm. something may remind you, but if like, if you still holding on to it, like you may not be able to receive that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, just because people die doesn't mean that you have to rekindle situationships that, you know, you didn't want to. That's real. So, um, let me know how y'all feel about letting go, moving on, what you do. If you try these things, let me know. This is your homework, people. Facts of Life listeners. This is your homework. Let go and move on. Period, Pooh. All right. So, I want to <laughs> I I thank Joy again. For coming and hanging out with the podcast. Always, always. Yeah, and I hope that, um, you know, your time back home is beautiful and you have a great time with your family. You get to reset, recharge, relax, release, relate. Um, Do whatever it is that you need to, to, you know, get back to. Gotta find my way back, way back. Good old Jackie. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes. Um, anything else you would like to leave the listeners? Man, no. Just know you don't have to settle. Yes. You don't have to settle. Right. Um, you don't. Especially just when it comes to relationships. Just don't settle. Doesn't matter if you're about to be 30. Just, 40. Just don't settle. You can do better. Mm-hmm. He's not that great. Mm-hmm. You can do better than that. Yes. And think about just the rest of your life. Right. So yes. just love on yourself and find somebody that's going to love you as you are. That's a word because, like, when you take the time to love on yourself, like, you 
open new opportunities and experiences in your life so yeah do that but before we leave i want to make sure that you guys are subscribing to this podcast stop what you doing i said stop what you doing and subscribe to the podcast on apple stitcher google play (laughs) google play spotify soundcloud and share the podcast um let me know your thoughts reviews and i appreciate you guys for listening And I'll talk to you later. Peace.